You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the OKC82 Podcast. This is your host, Brady Trantham. I sent Madison home tonight because... um, I was a little preoccupied after the game with another game that was going on, and uh, don't worry, you're not stuck with me. Uh, guy running, running the show with me tonight, Mr. Adam Suave Francisco, <laughs> who I've been trying to get on the podcast so many times, but yeah. he's just so busy. So sorry, busy. He's, he's, Holly, sorry. he's Hollywood now. He's, <laughs> Never. Uh, got his anniversary tomorrow night. Won't be, or is that tomorrow night? Yeah, it's still, night. It's, it's not midnight yet. It's, yeah. it's not, it's still Friday. Got um, 54 minutes. Yeah, he's got his big anniversary tomorrow night, so won't be in Denver. So he's taking time out of his busy schedule to jump on the OKCA too. What's up, Adam? Definitely. What's going on, man? Thanks Dude, for having me no, on. No problem. Um, yeah, we'll get it out of the way. I mean, obviously, we're putting we're putting this out a little bit late. Um, <laughs> we actually kind of had an OU watch party in the media room today. It was you, me, Michael Kinney, uh, Royce seen, Young. I've never seen Royce Young show yeah, that much emotion I've seen ever a few, in my life. I've seen a few, like... We watched a few Trey Young basketball games last year with with OU, and he would, (laughs) yeah, the usually calm and reserved Royce Young. He's just a big Sooner fanatic like the rest of us. Really? (laughs) Yeah, and apologies to all the OSU fans. That's another reason why we sent Madison home, or I sent Madison home. She was Uh, real. She down. (laughs) No, bless her heart. She's a a cowgirl, so uh, (laughs) I knew she probably didn't want to be there watching OU finish take care of business and go on to the big 12 title game so um yeah we'll give gave mass the night off but her and i will be doing the first basketball insider show of the season i know i think we've done one during OU's bye week but this is kind of like the official start to it because there's no more well i guess oh you'll be, oh, you'll be yeah. big 12 championship next saturday so maybe i guess playoffs never maybe. mind yeah playoffs? so the week after that we will be returning to the basketball insider show on 107.7 the franchise in okc 107.9 in tulsa but let's talk about the actual game that everybody's tuning into this podcast to listen to <laughs> the thunder and the hornets they played basketball yeah and it was rather droll you know it was very underwhelming i mean um, it, energy coming from this game today yeah and i which was odd because I was I was excited because Kimball Walker's like coming in on just like this freight train straight out of hell, just exactly. scoring fifty points, just destroying everybody in his path over the last few games. Mm-hmm. But tonight, I mean, Charlotte goes six of thirty-two from the three-point line. He went two o- of ten. Yeah, goes two of ten from the three-point line. Oklahoma City was a little bit better. Like they hit eleven. Were they a, eleven to thirty-three? Eleven to thirty-three. Just just some bad shooting. And even in a game full of bad shooting, Russell Westbrook was perhaps the most efficient player from the floor. He was 10 yeah, of 18. Surprise, from, yeah, surprise. Yeah, shot over 50% from the floor, was 1 of 4 from the three-point line. But, hey, that happens. Um, but, yeah, the Thunder get a win in a game that I thought they were – this was a complete toss-up game. You look at the box score, Charlotte outscores the Thunder 60-38 to 38 in, the, in the paint uh, – or 42 in the paint, excuse me. The bench outscores the th- the Hornets bench outscores the Thunder bench um, by a bunch. I mean the the bench the OKC bench was just Deontay Burton. He had 11 points, and Nerlens Noel had the other two points off mm-hmm. the bench. So um, you you look at kind of the numbers, and it, it seems like a toss up game. 
And even though it became a one-point game with like under 20 seconds left, the Thunder kind of controlled most of the fourth quarter. They took care of business. Russell Westbrook hits uh, four big th- um, free throws as the crowd is making him more nervous <laughs> by chanting MVP, MVP in a year where he's shooting like what south of 72 percent from the free throw line yeah but uh, yeah (laughs) but yeah the thunder take care of business down the stretch and they're they're one of the hottest teams in the nba right now i think they are 12 out of 14 i I don't really know what's going on in the nba right now but as of right now or at least as soon as the game ended the thunder had a share of the western conference um lead at 12 and 6 let me let me check that real quick but one thing that I was very impressed with, and I will give Travis Singleton, sneak reporter, the credit for you know calling this two or three weeks ago, but the lineup um, of Russell Westbrook and Dennis Schroeder in the starting lineup, that, that really stuck out to me. Um, it does leave kind of a weakness um, at the backup PG um, position just because you know, Felton's good. He's he's good, he's, but he's old. He's, he's, he's serviceable. Old. I mean, as your he's third po- as good your word. third point guard, you can live with it because in the, in yeah. games where if Schroeder rolls an ankle, Russell Westbrook rolls an ankle. Yes, I know. I know the Thunder are significantly worse when Felton's on the floor, mm-hmm. but he's a, he's a proven NBA vet. It's much better than. I mean, no disrespect, but it's much better than rolling out Samaj Kristen yeah. out there. Who 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 I did like. He just <laughs> wasn't ready. For that big role, the yet. Thunder have a really good history of turning raw talent into some pretty good NBA yeah. talent. I mean, Jeremy Lamb, not exactly as raw as Samaje Kristen, but still kind of a raw talent coming into the NBA a few years ago when the Thunder drafted him. He had an okay game tonight, and he's had an okay career since going to Charlotte. To me, Kristen was more of a guy that is really a um, two-way guy that was forced into a backup point guard yeah. role on a yeah. highly competitive and that's, team. And that's, and that's going to happen. I mean, yeah. the, thund- the Thunder's two rookies, Hamadou Diallo and Deontay Burton, they haven't, had that, they haven't had that misfortune of being forced into a major role over a long period of time. Now, exactly. you know, Hamadou Diallo starting two games because of, you know, a minor injury, he's that's different. That's, that's different. Diallo yeah. is different, though. Diallo I, is on his way to being something special. He's going to yeah. be a star in this league and eventually. Th- that's probably another reason why this game was actually kind of boring. And I, I was yeah. talking to Masson about this about it before the game like it's I'm kind of bummed that Hamadou is not playing for the next few weeks or so yeah. I mean he's going to get reevaluated in 10 to 12 10 days to 12 but days. I'm I'm going to and I know I I said when Russell was hurt I, I was like oh yeah I think he'll come back for that Phoenix game uh, on a Monday mm-hmm. Russell didn't play for another week another so week. I mean what the hell what the hell do I know but, I think some <laughs> of that was more about you know the birth of his twin uh, daughters you know the, the, he he looked he, fine and he milked that <laughs> yeah. he milked that a little bit but we all understand I take off too but yeah. um, both Westbrook and Schroeder had great games um, shooting the ball Russell had 30 points on 10 of 18 shooting. Dennis Schroeder had 23 points on 9 of 19 shooting. Schroeder has just been on a rampage um, shooting the three ball lately. I don't know if he's a good three-point shooter or if this is just a really good stretch <laughs> there for was, him. There was one point, and I stopped paying attention, uh, mainly because I was up in the press box all by myself. because like, so No like, one was here today. Yeah, because there was yeah. no U game going <laughs> on. Three I, open seats it was, down here. It was just Madison and I upstairs, <laughs> or Madison and me, excuse me. And at one point, my old publication, I'll give him a shout-out, Thunder Digest tweeted out, um, since the 0 of 6 performance from the three-point line against Sacramento on Monday night, Dennis Schroeder is 8 of 9 from the three-point line. Are you serious? Yeah. Now, I don't know if if he took another three and missed one. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think he did. So I think he was 8 of 10 the last I saw, um, about five minutes left in the fourth quarter, Mm -hmm. and then I went downstairs to get ready to go into the locker room. But, um, yeah, Schroeder is certainly, like, 
And I asked Billy about this in the, in the press conference after the game about how, you know, his role has been inconsistent in terms of he, st- he started the year when uh, Russell was out. Then he goes back, he's relegated back to the bench, and then kind of weirdly inconsistently because of Russell Westbrook being injured, he's gone into the starting lineup and back out. But he's been able to relatively be the same player. And, you know, we've talked to Patrick Patterson, Hamadou Diallo, and Timothy Luau-Cabro about this, about how important it is for a lot of players to have that consistency in their rotation and their minutes. Now, if Russell and Schroeder are going to play together um, or if they're going to start together, Billy, we know Billy's going to stagger them because he he has to. There is there is no Thunder Absolutely bench. Has like to. the Thunder's bench with all these injuries and no Schroeder to come off the bench is pretty average. Yeah, as we saw today. But still, <laughs> it, it's it's really remarkable how Schroeder is just unfazed, and that's what Billy described him as, that nothing phases him. He's able to do everything that we're able to ask of him. He's He is one of the most versatile players emotionally that I've ever seen in my life. He never seems rattled, never seems like anything gets to him. Um, like you said, he's been switched from role to role to role this year, and he just seems to just roll with the punches. And uh, I think that's what makes him such a, a dynamic um, player and serviceable player is that he can do anything. He can he, he can be in any role possible. But what you were saying about that bench, he, he needs to go back to the bench. Um, for all those people that say that, you know, Schroeder needs to start with Russell and put Dre on the bench once he comes back. I do not agree. Now, now for that business, I mean, that's, I mean, the way this team has been able to kind of plug and play players mm-hmm. in the starting lineup, it probably really gives Billy a lot of confidence going, okay. like, in, down in, you know, months from now during the postseason where, you know, d- depending on what matchups the Thunder go up against, you can start Dennis Schroeder along with Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And it's going to be a problem for other teams. And besides that, they're always going to finish games anyway. They're, Definitely. You're going to have some type of lineup with George, Russell, Schroeder, and maybe Adams mm-hmm. to end games. So, But that shouldn't be the permanent no, no, lineup. No. Because today we were just talking about the bench. And other than Deontay Burton, who had 11 points on four of eight shooting, very impressive, some very impressive dunks. Dude, his Euro step dunk. He's unbelievable. God. He's, he's, he's athletic. And I know, he, I know he's left-handed, so it, uh-huh. it shouldn't be that cool because he is left-handed. But just seeing somebody do a Euro do step, a Euro left-hand step, dunk left-handed. like that. Yeah. And he didn't do it. like I actually thought he was kind of out of position. Like, yeah. when, he in, like when he took that extra step, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, he's going to go up for a layup and probably get fouled. But he finished his it. His wingspan is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I actually tweeted, you know, I don't know if – I don't know if his his hops are really just that great or if his wingspan plays a significant role in that. Because it doesn't look – I was looking at his feet on one of the dunks. It wasn't like – he wasn't significantly high in the air. It's his it's his reach. His his arms are ridiculously long. I, I know. He's so weirdly built, like, built and yeah. shaped <laughs> because you look at him and he – you know, if he walked by you – you know, in, down on the street, you wouldn't think, "Oh, that's some amazing athlete." Like Reminds if he's just wearing Dion waiters. Yeah, he's, he's got a Dion. He's you got a Dion waiters type build. Yeah. But yeah, like just like you said, when he reaches his arms up in the air to try and put down a dunk, he's he looks he, he suddenly looks like a six nine. You imposing. know, imposing, yeah. very imposing. But other than him, the bench had two points. So, <laughs> um, Schroeder needs to be um, with the bench uh, as you know the the permanent lineup goes you know but, I, I wouldn't say besides the scoring output probably the most uh, in, the, the most surprising thing for me concerning the bench was that Timothy Luau Cabrero only takes one shot and it only seems like seven minutes yeah uh, and it seems like you know ever since he's been getting a little bit more minutes in the rotation because mm-hmm. of injury the guy is not shy I think I've tweeted that like two or three times oh, over yeah. the last two weeks the guy is not shy 
he he's out there for 20 seconds he'll just jack up a three and mm-hmm. he's he's shown the capability to knock down some shots so i think he's earned like in the spot time that he's had yeah. out there he's kind of earned that kind of green light but uh yeah just a weird game a, a boring game but it's a game that the thunder definitely need to win considering they've got denver coming in and i know denver they started out hot they kind of leveled out since well, then where but, are they in the, oh they're right behind us 12 and 7 yeah they're fifth um, second, whatever you want to <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever, whoever's winning right now. I know Utah's getting beaten. Uh, yeah. Last I saw, Donovan Mitchell has a rib contusion. So Utah's eight and ten, and second to uh, third to last in the Western Conference. So this is we. I mean, Memphis this is, Mem- is Memphis. Memphis weird. was first alone at first last night. Um, yeah, it's 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 really odd. It's still fairly early. There are still. Yeah. There's still so much basketball left to be played, but I never um, start evaluating things until like 25 games in. But I mean, have the Thunder been the most consistent team? Which, since, which is which, since being 0 4, yes. Which is, I mean, even in those in those four games where they lost, they still had moments where they they mm-hmm. they were obviously starting something out with trying to play faster on both sides of the bat on both sides of the court. They were trying to um, really showcase their defense to manufacture points because as we all know this is the worst three-point shooting team in the league and in yeah. the nba today where you have to shoot threes if you can't shoot them well then you need to get easy buckets the in some other way and the thunder have been consistent throughout even in those four games mm-hmm. that just unfortunately for them they didn't come up on the winning end but they've been the most consistent team in the nba and it's, it's just weird because we know how this team was last year and they were the yeah. definition of inconsistency. inconsistent like yeah. that is what this team was um if I could sum up last year in one word, it would be inconsistent. But um, I think what's what's impressive about this team after their 0-4 start is the fact that I believe they have completely jailed very early in the season, which could be concerning. But the fact that it took, I would say, six games for them to really get each other. And those four games that they lost, like you uh, were saying, they were – you could see where, you know, there was something, you know, kind of working there. But the fact that that it only took five to six games, in my opinion, for them to really gel. They look like a, a very cohesive unit right yeah, That's now. what we all expected last year. Less than 20 games to the season. That's what we all expected last year. Exactly. Let's, let's give them five to ten games to really kind of understand who's going to yes. be where, who needs the ball at what spot. And they made and me just, look dumb. Yeah. And, like yeah, and then, saying, then don't they, press the panic button. Then they started at 8 and 12. Um <laughs> But, I mean, that's kind of the fascinating thing. I mean, moving forward, you said that it was early, and yes, it is early. Mm-hmm. But the Thunder are winning in ways that are sustainable. Mm-hmm. Because if, if they were winning all these games and it was because Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Schroeder, and insert some other Thunder player here is mm-hmm. going insane from the three-point line, that is that is not sustainable. They're not winning games because they're just getting hot. Yeah. Now, individual players are getting hot, but they're players that you expect to. Dennis Schroeder gets hot against Golden State. He's... He's shown that time and time again in his career. He, he's a he's a type of guy that can do that. Mm-hmm. We know Russell can do it. We know Paul George can do it. Um, Stephen Adams has become another offensive threat, but they're winning games because of their defense and they're getting so many turnovers. I mean, their first their first or their second bucket tonight came off of a Paul George steal and a dunk, wow. and it just yep. it, it it always happens with this team, and that is certainly sustainable. Now, like I said. You know, you don't want like, – I call it NCAA tournament, like just kind of the NCAA tournament factor mm-hmm. where a team like Bucknell can go up against – not this not this Duke, but – Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> um, Bucknell can go – yeah, Duke ain't losing. Uh, <laughs> Bucknell can go up against a team like Duke in the first or second round and just go insane from the three-point line 
and upset and you know advance. and upset the yeah. upset the top seed in advance, but then they don't get hot anymore and they get soundly defeated because they're not good or yeah. they're not as good as the competition ahead of them. Um, so I think that's something you can really look forward to with um, with this team and the Thunder will have because I know Golden State's still Golden State. Sacramento was a really good test and they failed it miserably in the first four minutes, mm-hmm. which was the difference in the ball game because I, I've said it a handful of times on this podcast since that game. Um, outside of that first four to six minute run in the first quarter, the Thunder outscored the Kings, but it was just too too little, too late, which is silly because there were still roughly 45 minutes of basketball yeah. left to be played. But um, I think tomorrow is going to be a good test for him because we all know what Denver brings, oh, and yeah. and it seems it's always like intense. Yeah, and it seemed like last year the Nuggets really would get hot from everywhere on the floor yes. um, when they played the Thunder. Yes, um, I'm. I'm actually a little upset that I have to miss that game, but you know, <laughs> fiance calls this anniversary. She, I, I have to. Is uh, she gonna get mad if you're gonna be on your phone the whole time? <laughs> I hope not. Because that's what's it. gonna happen. Like I gotta work. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Look, I have to work. I still gotta get this check. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have the phone out, but it's gonna be you know while we're enjoying a nice dinner, probably at the drink. There you but, go. Um, Ooh, but Drake. Denver is a very talented team. Uh, actually speaking of my fiance she's from denver her whole family's nuggets fans so oh yeah uh, there's a little rivalry going on there but (laughs) denver worries me they always play well against the thunder is this their first game against the uh divisional the northwest divisional opponent I, I think I want to say yes. We haven't played Minnesota. Yeah, because they've played we Phoenix 12,000 times, and they played L.A. twice, twice. And Sacramento twice. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the first time they first played. First time, and um, pretty competitive. I'm looking at we got Portland, who's right now number one in the um, Western Conference. And we have us that's tied for yeah, first in the Western Conference. And you got Denver, who's tied for second in the Western Conference. Or, yeah, tied with uh, Golden State for second in the Western Conference. So... Northwest Division is well represented this year. Yeah, and I, I mean, I talked about that in the offseason a lot, about how this is by far the toughest division in the NBA. And I know division titles are, you know, no one really cares about them. But mm-hmm. when you already play in the toughest conference in the league, mm-hmm. and then you, you know, put on top of that, you have to play Portland, Denver. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, teams like toughest that. Toughest division yeah, in the league. Probably. And even even Minnesota, you know, they, they lose Jimmy Butler in that trade to Philly, but they're still talented and they still run a system that gives the Thunder problems. They're so, the best 8 and 11 team. <laughs> they are the best 8 and 11 team. <laughs> Second to last um, in the West. Um, yeah, but, you know, we're kind of getting a little bit ahead of, ahead of ourselves. I mean, tonight was, you know, I know I said that the Thunder took care of business in the fourth quarter and kind of controlled it and it got down to a one possession game because Charlotte hit a big three mm-hmm. um, towards under 20 seconds but uh, Russell and I hate to say this uncharacteristic uncharacteristically hits all four of his free throws and I say that because you know Mass and I were in the tunnel and he gets fouled on he gets fouled and um, intentionally fouled and goes to the line with the Thunder up one and I, I looked at her and said he's gonna miss one yeah. And it's not because of the moment. Russell Westbrook is not scared of the moment. We've seen him nail so many clutch oh, free yeah. throws over his career. But it's just the last year and a half, he's just not been a consistent free throw shooter yeah, to the level that he, we've seen him. For but, some reason. I mean, it's pretty clear, like, the Thunder or the NBA not Adjusted. allowing players to walk to half court because of the delay of game. I would think that he get that, I don't know. There's so many games in a season. I thought he, by now, would kind of have adjusted to that and I, mean, found I don't, I don't know what else to call it but, I mean yeah. it, it's weird but I guess when you've done something for how old is he 30 probably for what 22 23 years probably 
or at least since high school, uh, you get into that habit and one year is not going to fix that. So I, I, I guess that's probably it. But he was 9-11 tonight from the free throw uh, line. So pretty impressive. I mean, one thing's for sure. For I mean, if, if the Thunder are going to pretty much stay perfect on their back-to-backs, I think they've only had two back-to-backs and they've won all four of those mm-hmm. games. So if they beat Denver, they'll be 6-0 on back-to-backs this year. But if they're going to do that, and I know we've not really talked about Char- the, the game tonight, but like we said, it was boring. It was boring. <laughs> it was, not it much was to talk about. Not that much to talk about. I mean, the Thunder played really sound really good defense it kept them in the game after the, the first yeah the hornets <laughs> the hornets were up nine i think um throughout most of the second quarter mm-hmm. and then the thunder really put the clamps down towards the end of the uh, half and kind of just took control in the third quarter and never looked back but um if they're going to win tomorrow night it's going to have to come down to the bench stepping up because i'm going to assume schroeder is going to start again because yeah. Terrence and Hamadou are out for the next 10 to 12 days at least. At least. So you've got to have a better a better output from Nerlens Noel. You've got to have a better output from Patrick Patterson, who, and I just told you before we went on, like mm-hmm. I know he's had a, a rough three games, and especially that Sacramento game was bad. He missed so many wide-open threes that could have changed that game. Mm-hmm. But at least with Golden State, he forced Kevin Durant into some – very tough jumpers, and they were jumpers that the the Warriors probably didn't want. They were all long twos. Yeah. You know, you don't want Kevin getting hot from the three point line. Patrick played some pretty good defense and kind of, I guess, justified his play out out there. If you're not going to hit shots, play some pretty good defense. But tonight, um, just just weird, just just he, weird. I mean, Abrinas was a game time. Deci- yeah, he was a game time decision. I was actually kind of weirded out going into the locker room because I'm like, I don't want to catch what Alex has. Yeah. <laughs> like, do we all want to go in there? Do we need a hazmat um, suit? <laughs> Yeah, he um, he he went through it today. He's been going through it, but you know he picked up what four four fouls in in, in like five minutes at one point. Um, he got hit in the Nuggets earlier, and he <laughs> had to exit the he, game for that. And I know, and which certainly didn't help his stomach. I mean, he's just really not. This is not a good stretch for <laughs> Alex Sabrinas, and I honestly feel for him. No, but it, he'll get back. You know, he'll be. Uh, Get back on it. I, I left the locker room and I was walking um, through the tunnel to get to the other side of the court. Mm-hmm. And Alex was with, I think, his family. And I say, I think his family because there was a an older older guy standing next to him that looked exactly like him, but really? with gray hair. So I'm, I think it was Alex Abrinas' dad. So yeah. yeah, Alex, Alex, um, you know, he looked he looked fine, but yeah. um, whatever it is, I mean, the Thunder need Alex Abrinas from three weeks ago. Yeah, especially if Schroeder, if Schroeder's not going to be coming off the bench now, and for the time being, I mean, thirteen points is not going to cut it in the NBA yeah. off the bench for too long. No, it's so. not. No, it's not. And I mean, the Thunder have the one of the best benches. Well, yeah, the Thunder have one of the best benches in the NBA, but that's obviously with Diallo and Abrinas at full strength. So, um, I mean, know, I mean, how good? I mean, if if Andre Robertson's able to come back and be, and this is wishing a lot because Schroeder. of that because of that injury. Yeah. But if Andre Robertson comes back and is the same perimeter defender that he's been for the last few years, how good is this Thunder bench? Because then you put Terrence back onto the bench. You have him, Hamadou, and uh, Schroeder, Nerlens Noel. That is just so much versatility. And so you just no matter where you look, there's a strength there. Yeah. With Abrinas, you've got your three-point shooter. With Nerlens Noel, you've got a guy that you can depend on to give Steven Adams um, a breath. With uh, Schroeder, you've got a scorer. Mm-hmm. With uh, – 
Hamadou Diallo, you've got a guy that, and we've seen it a handful of times this year, where the Thunder kind of playing bad basketball in the second quarter starts and Hamadou gets two steals and two, two dunks and then wakes dunks. the yeah. arena up and wakes the team back up. So he's a spark plug. So no matter where you look on this bench, there are positives everywhere. Well, Dre's, uh, he's supposed to be about reevaluated December 4th. Yeah, it's correct? coming up. It's, it's coming his up. birthday is December 4th, and I remember yeah. him saying it. I think everyone's was, kind of been saying, like, the loose window is December, January. So I'm I'm personally expecting the new year. Yeah. Somewhere around the new year, he'll be back in, let's say, how many games are in December? Like, uh, let's say 10, well, they do play 10 da- to 12 they games. They do play Dallas on a weird back-to-back where they play Dallas really? in Dallas and on New Year's Eve Eve, and then on New Year's Eve they play <laughs> Dallas again in Oklahoma City. If the Thunder are... If the Thunder are um, third or better in the Western Conference by the new year and Andre Robertson comes back anywhere near 85% of what he was defensively, I think it, it's definitely not in this uh, – ooh, it's not out of question uh, for this team to make an NBA Finals appearance. Ooh, hot take. Yeah. <laughs> the Golden hot takes State, are coming. Golden State is not a championship team. Golden Cal- State is not a cha- – with all their players, um, team chemistry goes a lot further – than talent, we've seen that numerous times, and there's there are there are some issues with Golden State. No matter what, you know the players are saying there are some issues uh, chemistry-wise between that team. Well, I think you know you get Steph Curry back at some point. Steph is the he's the oh yeah he he's makes the engine that, that makes yeah, that team go yeah he, for he's, sure he's that type of player. And and I'm not I'm not saying I I'm not saying people that the the. The Thunder will win the NBA championship. I'm just saying it's not out of question for them to be in the NBA Finals. This yeah, year. I, think, I think I definitely think Western Conference Finals are a I definite. Think, yeah, I think the, I think the way they've played and the things that we were talking about, how a lot of the things that they're doing are sustainable throughout the year. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think it's that crazy of a notion to think that yeah, the Thunder could make it into that conversation of being a Western Conference Finals team at least. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people thought that they were going to be that last year. Yeah. And you take away Carmelo Anthony and switch him with Dennis Schroeder. Um, it's on paper it doesn't look much better, <laughs> but the way uh, Carmelo has panned out, you know, um, one more God thing. bless his soul. One more thing on the uh, <laughs> Golden State front because I know Thunder fans love discussing the Warriors. Uh-huh. Um, something that I uh, I kind of wrote about um, a few weeks ago. Um, what I'm really interested to see is, and I didn't expect Golden State to have chemistry issues like this, this yeah. this visible. Yeah. But now that we know this and what's going on, I know everybody is saying, "Wow, if Demarcus Cousins comes back healthy, like how good is the how good are the Warriors?" That emotional roller coaster yep. that that is Demarcus Cousins. All teams will have to do is just troll him, and if he loses it, just it's already a volatile. Cousins yeah, off. It's already a volatile situation. I just if don't. If I were Russell Westbrook, whenever I play the Warriors, I would just mess with Demarcus. So just just do just enough not to get a technical foul. Yeah, because you've got you've got him, you've got Draymond, who too many. is, you know, he yells at his own teammates. And teammates then you got that, KD, who's like a newfound hothead. So we have <laughs> we have three players on one team that um, are extremely emotional. One of which has already proven to be, I hate to say, because I'm a fan, but has proven to be a cancer. Um, Sacramento got rid of him. There, there's no reason why a team at the, the caliber Sacramento of Sacramento. They look better. They look better without a top three center in the league. Sacramento is a health. playoff team. That's my hot yeah, take. We're going to do hot takes. They're, I don't think they're – they're I'm going to level it. out at some point, but I think they've shown me enough that okay, – I think they're they, a solid 42-40 and 40 team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which will be like a seven or eight. 
uh, seed in the Western Conference. But um, yeah, DeMarcus Cousins just he's there's no reason why the King should have got better without DeMarcus Cousins, and there's no reason why uh, the Pelicans should have gotten better last year after he got hurt. And I, I don't there's blame I, I don't no blame reason. Golden State for signing him because I mean it's worth a vet try. minimum. Um, it's worth a, try. worth a try, and he is a vet minimum guy. So if he does create some type of problem, Kerr can just bench him. It's like all just right, bench him, and, he and, will, and he'll be off. The he team can next bench year. him, and because Kerr is, you know, he's a classy guy, Kerr can just say, "Oh, he's just not healthy," and then keep all that yeah. nonsense under wraps. But again, we're like really jumping in there. But hey, this game was so boring. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, let's talk we about have to fill else. up time. We have to fill up time. So. Who's, your, who's your Heisman Trophy winner? <laughs> Colin Murray. Colin Murray. Uh, Tua. God, he had Tag of, he, I can't pronounce his last name. Tongue of Viola, Viola, I think. Tua Tongue of Viola. Tongue of Viola. I like think. Tongue A Viola. Perhaps. Okay, that's that. what I'm going to say. I mean, I haven't really been able, <laughs> been able to watch him because every time I'd like yeah. switch to a Bama game, it's the second half and he's on the bench because they're up bench. 52 to nothing. <laughs> he's 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 uh, he's not the best quarterback in the league. He's an he's an extremely extremely talented quarterback but i i mean just I, I watching colin murray you can't you cannot say he's not the best i think a lot of it now. is just bama has had such meh at quarterback since they've been on their run that yeah. a guy that has talent and can yeah. he sh, he has the ability to win alabama a game if they were to for some reason sleepwalking it's auburn tomorrow mm-hmm. and the defense gives up a lot of points you can count yeah. on a guy like tua you, you couldn't count on some of their quarterbacks before to like win them a ball game when mm-hmm. everything was going wrong but Kyle Murray is certainly that, and um, yeah. But two fumbles and a pick in the red zone. That, that really, yeah. That weird. Was, another weird that was game. Interesting, but it all comes down to the game next Saturday against Texas. Uh, depending on how he plays there, I think that'll be a big. For the first time in over a hundred years of playing each other, an OU fan saying "beat Texas" in late November. <laughs> Actually means something. Actually, I mean, really means actually something. Me, really means yeah. something. I'm, I'm extremely excited cool. for this. And um, the Big 12 did a great thing by uh, you know reinstating the championship game because this ratings wise, this, this is going to be unbelievable. They're they're probably so happy nationally. <laughs> I mean, not just in Oklahoma and Texas. Nationally, everyone wants to see them play. Everyone knows about the rivalry. Everyone knows that the Big 12 has high powered offenses. Everyone wants to see this game. Sad thing is, is it's still going to be 11 a.m. kickoff, just like down in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about making that game, but we'll okay. see. We will see. Um, yeah. yeah, let's uh, let's just kind of call it what it is. The Thunder win 109-104. They've won 12 out of le- their last 14 games. 12-2. They're tied for first as of right now, um, 11.35 Central time. Um, they're tied for first in the Western Conference. Um Pretty good com- performance considering, you know, all the numbers we kind of threw out there and how this this did look like a game that the Thunder could have lost. Yeah. Um, but because they're a team that relies on their defense, defense can always stay – They shooting can go can, – can leave you. Paul George mm-hmm. – look no further than Paul George. He's streaky. It can help him. It can shoot him out of – like he can shoot himself and the Thunder out of basketball games, but defense you can always rely on. Definitely. And that really helped the Thunder tonight. And that's one thing that, you know, these are games – that we lost last year these exact games that came down to you know one or two points down the stretch are the exact games that we lost last year so um i'm very impressed with what this team is doing thus far you know we're 12 and 2 in the last 14 games after starting 0 and 4 we're undoubtedly the hottest nba team right now and uh, i'm really excited to see what all you know this team can do moving forward 
yeah, and that's where we're just going to leave it. Um, Adam, thanks so much for jumping on the pod, man. No problem yeah. at all, man. Thanks for having um, me. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I had some time this uh, this <laughs> evening. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, and then once, um, you know, after the Big 12 Championship next week, the franchise will be, you know, they'll give us our basketball show back on That's Saturday right. morning, so I'm sure we're going to probably oh, have you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm excited for those Saturday morning ones, yeah. Um, but uh, go ahead and plug whatever you want to plug. Definitely. Um, plug away. Well, I hope you guys know. If you guys don't, I have my own website. It's called theswallreport.com, sports, music, fashion, and culture. Um, we're real heavy on Thunder basketball as well. We uh, cover more, you know, um, more of the opinion side of things. We write a lot of editorial posts, a lot of columns, um, a lot of commentary. Um, so check out theswavereport.com. Theswavereport.com. S-U-A-V-E. Yes, and then report. I hope you can spell report. <laughs> theswavereport.com. Please check it out. Uh, we also have apparel. We have hats. Uh, if you want a Suave Report hat, just um, go to the website. There will be a link on the t uh, top right-hand corner here by, uh, by the end of this week. So just, just click on that, make your order, and um, I'll get that hat to you. Hell yeah, man. Definitely. Appreciate it. That's it. But for Mr. Uh, Suave over here, uh, this is Brady Trantham signing off from the OKC82 podcast. The Thunder once again win 109-104 over the Charlotte Hornets. And we will see you guys all tomorrow night here in Chesapeake Energy Arena. The Thunder will take on the different nuggets. And I'm sure that game will be much more fun than tonight's game. And I won't be there. <laughs> well, you'll be here in spirit. Thanks, yeah, Adam. Definitely. Y'all stay sexy. <laughs>